welcome to the Creating Us podcast, hosted by the Office of Leader and Culture Development. I'm Jason. And I'm Shelby. And we're excited to be with you as we continue our journey through the simple truths of leadership. All right, here we go. How are you today, Shelby? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? You know, it's a it's Tuesday. And I don't know if it feels like a Monday or what, but it's been an interesting day. But you know what? Overall, it's good. Yeah. Is it the Mondayest Tuesday ever for you? Sure. I think that's a good way to phrase it. <laughs> that works for me. All right. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about simple truth number 49. A successful apology is essential in rebuilding trust. So right out of the gate, when you and I were talking about this, we were getting mm-hmm. ready. It was it's interesting because you know we were talking about making sure that we both understood what was the intent, what was the message that was trying to be passed along, and you brought up a point in that as I think about it now is almost like, yeah, but but what if this and what if that? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm really looking forward to diving into this. So we're talking about this idea of apologizing. Yeah. Okay. Now I want to highlight the yeah, but right out of the gate, but what if I didn't do anything wrong? (laughs) Well, you know what? I think sometimes we do feel that way. Well, why do I have to apologize when I didn't do anything? I felt like I, yeah, it's not my fault that you took offense to what I said. Exactly. Right. (laughs) And there's the challenge, because as we look at our lesson for today, uh, you know, we start out with when a relationship becomes fractured and an apology is warranted. Many people assume the guilty person should be the one to apologize. But the reality is, and I want to go back and really call out the statement when a relationship is fractured. Mm -hmm. This then brings in the idea that we both have a role. So what does that mean to you in the sense of, yeah, but, you know, Shelby, let's say you and I got into a disagreement and I was like, but it's your fault, but maybe I responded or reacted wrong. I I, I guess I'm not sure. Help me understand this. Well, you know, I go back to maybe past experiences where I have told someone that they have hurt my feelings and they said, well, I didn't mean it that way or, you know, whatever you cannot validate or invalidate someone's feelings of how um, they feel and how they took what you did. That's a good point. Even though you have, you don't feel like you have upset them in some way or, or said it a certain way, if they took it that way, then I feel like you should apologize. Okay. Yeah. But I'm going to throw the yeah, but okay. So there's two points that I want to go. One, it makes me think of the servant leadership training that we've been doing this month where we talk about engaging in honest Mm self-evaluation. But if you were to come to me and say, Jason, you, you hurt my feelings. Like that was not appropriate in how you responded. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. I can't just say, Oh, suck it up. Get over it. That wouldn't be appropriate, but what if I don't want to apologize? Like, what if I don't feel like I need to? What does that say? I mean, what does that mean? Well, I think in my head, if 
I come to you and, and I'm telling you that this is how I feel, this is how I was affected by whatever happened, then you don't value the relationship. I don't know if that's wrong, but. Well, and, and I think it's, it highlights trust, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it goes right back to our simple truth. The successful apology is essential in rebuilding trust. You know, I had to kind of chuckle a little bit when I read the second paragraph. One thing Ken and I have learned over the years is how to apologize. As of this writing, we have an experienced more than 92 years of combined marriage with our spouses, 59 for Ken and Margie, 33 for Kim and me. We've messed up a lot, so we've had plenty of practice apologizing, and we found a good apology goes a long way towards restoring trust. I have to agree with them. (laughs) While Lisa and I have only been married 18 years, I mess up a lot. So it does. It requires that sincere apology mm-hmm. because you know we could go around and be like yeah, yeah okay i'm sorry about that well if that wasn't sincere then i don't really want it right yeah well and monty and i have only been married for six years but you know it's definitely something you have to you apologize for us come on now <laughs> i'm like not throwing dancing. monty under the bus are you gonna throw him or are you gonna defend him <laughs> <laughs> No, honestly, probably me. Okay. But, um, you know, just you have to apologize to move forward. I feel like, so you're not just constantly holding a grudge or, or feeling like your feelings aren't validated in some way. Mm -hmm. Again, I go back. This is, this is tricky, right? Yeah. Let's, let's scale this back up so we can Uh, make it, I, I guess, really go back to what Randy Connolly and Ken Blanchard are talking about here. Let's look at it through the workplace lens when a relationship was fractured. Okay? Yeah. So again, Shelby, you and I, uh, we get into a disagreement. Maybe I say something or you say something or whatever. Mm-hmm. When we think about, and I mentioned it earlier, this engaging and honest self-evaluation, um, you know, like we said at the beginning, many times people assume the guilty party needs to apologize. But I would offer up that I need to be able to reflect on how I reacted. Mm -hmm. And as one of our values and guiding behaviors would suggest, respond rather than react. And if I reacted in that moment, then yeah, is that what I want to be known for? Is that how I want you to know me that when we have a conflict, I'm going to just react. Yeah. No, it's not. And so I have a responsibility to say, listen, Shelby, I reacted. I shouldn't have done that. I apologize for my behavior. That's not how I want to be known um, and own it. Yeah. You know, as you were rereading that guilty person, who is the guilty person? Like, how do you know who the guilty person is? You know, because if we got into an argument, I could think you're the guilty one and you could think I was. And then typical you and I fashion, we'd just bounce back and forth and say, no, it's your fault. And you'd say, no, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. (laughs) And I'm correct and you're wrong. So (laughs) we're not going to go down that road. (laughs) But 
But you're right, though, because the element of self-awareness, mm-hmm. the element to own our behaviors and our reaction. And I think it's also the responsibility of how important is that relationship to us? Yeah. You know, I'm not saying I'm going to apologize for something I didn't do. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to be like, well, I'm sorry you felt that way. That's mm-hmm. not sincere. But we really need to think about ourselves and how we react Um, And is that what we want to be known for? Is that the behavior that we want to portray? Yeah. Generally speaking, if emotions are high, it's not. Yeah. What was our role in that situation? We have to think about that too. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, and I would even offer too that, listen, if, if you and I were to get into a, a tiff of some kind, then I have to be, even if, even if you were the one who started it. Mm-hmm. I have to be the bigger person and say, listen, I don't like how that went down. I don't, that it's not beneficial for our team. Yeah. So we got to be able to talk through this. We need to be able to approach it. Yeah. But I also feel like you have to have some level of trust before that happens. Because if I didn't trust you at all, I don't think I would be able to come and talk to you about that. Yeah, absolutely. But again, this one's talking about rebuilding trust. So there was trust there at one point. Mm-hmm. So. This is really complex. Yeah, there's a lot to it. I'm, I go from, yes, I'm getting it to, I'm confused. Back <laughs> to, I'm getting it to, I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. But let's make common sense, common practice. So we've got some strategies. And I'll start with the first one, if you wouldn't mind giving the second one. But bottom line is this, if you messed up, admit it. An effective apology includes an acceptance of responsibility. Yeah. And the second one, don't use conditional language like if or but in your apology. That makes it sound as if you're trying to shift blame or make excuses. So this is one that we called out too. Can you give an example of that? Yeah. Well, if I upset you, if I hurt your feelings. Snap. <laughs> felt that one holy crap anyways all right third one pick the right time to apologize make sure the other person is ready and willing to hear you out and this is that approach of being able to say listen can I talk to you about you know how our meeting ended yesterday or what happened yesterday and if they say no I need more time hey I respect that but I do want to follow up with you on that yeah definitely may not be right after it occurred <laughs> probably not yeah Um, The fourth one, be sincere and express remorse for your actions when you apologize. And I think the big thing with that is clarity, right? Mm -hmm. Listen, this is what I did, and I apologize for that. I shouldn't have done it. Here's what I should have done, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Acknowledge the pain you caused. Let the other person share their feelings. It's important to listen without judgment or rebuttal. And I think that's where, you know, we get ourselves in trouble at times. Listen, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry for how I reacted, but if you wouldn't have said that, you know, kind of like you said, yeah. it's that conditional language we don't want to use. Yeah. The bottom line is like, listen, you really irritated me. You know, thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah, I'll try not to do that in the future. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, you know me. Um, anyway, finally, commit to not repeating the behavior. An apology is only as effective as your attempt to not repeat the actions that eroded trust in the first place. Yeah. And, you know, I want to bring back in Simple Truth 48. Building trust is a journey. It's not a destination. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all going to make mistakes. We're going to do things. We're going to respond in manner. Or we're going to react in manners that we may not uh, 
think is appropriate. But the bottom line is it's a journey. We are going to have our high moments. We're going to have our low moments. Um, and I think the best thing that we can do is be willing to engage in that honest self-evaluation and say, this is where I could have done better. Own it, apologize, and move forward. Yeah, agreed. So as we think about this one, and I'm, I'm looking forward to number 50 because it's going to continue with the apology, uh, is how would you summarize today? What are your final thoughts today, Shelby? Well, you know, a lot of the times we assume that the guilty party should make the apology and you have nothing to do with it if you did nothing wrong. But really, we need to focus on self-reflection and how our role within that um, contributed to that situation. When we're dealing with conflict, there's a saying of there's your side, there's my side, and the truth is somewhere in the middle. I think we need to apply that when we're talking about the relationships that we have. If there's a disagreement and there's a disconnect, we need to be willing to acknowledge that I'm going to have my viewpoint, you're going to have yours, and the reality is somewhere within that. Be open to the idea that you play a role in that as well. Relationships go both ways. Uh, we all play a part. So I would encourage you to think about what was my role and how could I ensure that we're able to work through disagreements um, or any violated trust that may have occurred. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Creating Us podcast. If you have any comments or questions, please let us know at jason.weber at ttu.edu. Until next time, I'm Jason. And I'm Shelby. Take care.